Welcome back, Love Letter listeners. Today, my guest is no stranger to the term jack of all traits. Deontay White, also known as Iconic, representing the 804 Newport News, Petersburg, is the founder of Imprint United, making a mark on society together. So, Imprint United is a program that is helping to get our youth involved in STEAM. STEAM is STEM plus the arts. So, naturally, Deontay is involved in more than just one art. He is involved in music. He's making his own music. He is a comedian. He is acting, writing his own stuff. He's going to be in one of my shorts for Christmas, so stay tuned. And, uh... Make sure you tune in to find out Deontay's special talent. Don't give up, like, on what you're trying to do. Like, just move at what you think is, like, a a brisk pace, you know? Like, do your research and and figure out, like, what works for you. Um, But the mantra I work, I go by, is it's called, uh, well, I call it one day. And it's basically, basically, well, (laughs) that... One day, you know, all the, the dreams and aspirations and goals that you have, you're going to get a good shot and opportunity for those things to happen. You are. But you got to remember, it only takes one day for all those things to get messed up. So keep striving and keep doing and keep building on it. But just remember, like, it only it only takes one day for, for you to, to lose all of that. So just keep that perspective and stay, you know, focused and motivated. Excellent words of wisdom. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, so I'm trying out this new, well, it's not really new. It's an old one that I'm relearning how to use, but it's a headset. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it like a gaming headset or is it for? Exactly. Yeah, it's a gaming headset. Okay. I've been interested to see how they actually pick up sound because I've, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about it. Yeah, I guess this will be a good test right now, right? <laughs> you sound like you're coming through. Great. Okay, cool. That's good. That's good. So how are you doing? What's going on? I am doing cool. I'm just enjoying my day and making the most of a Saturday. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. Where are you calling in from? So I am calling in from uh, Petersburg, Virginia right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I spend spend, um, my hometown and base is in uh, Newport News, but I also spend a lot of time in Petersburg and the Richmond area because I work over here as well so I split time back and back. That's a commute. Yeah yeah that's why sometimes I'll spend more so time up here but I mean it's it's cool though it's worth the experience. That's great. What are you doing up that way? Uh, so I work I'm an inventory specialist uh, so right now I'm doing that and but I'm also learning uh, I'm also doing like a whole bunch of other things so that's kind of like my my nine to five, if you will. But, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff I'm doing afterwards as well. Everybody's got to get on that grind, right? Right. <laughs> do you deal with a lot of road rage or how do you handle your stress? 
so sometimes on the highway i don't really deal with road rage you know i guess it's more so in the city it's like people i don't know what's going on in their heads but <laughs> some of the decisions they're making should not be made um <laughs> but yeah the commute is it's cool i mean it's sometimes it gives me a lot of time just to listen to podcasts or new music um or even just to catch up i like multitasking so sometimes you know while driving i'll you know catch up with people like hey how are you doing you know let me dedicate this time to you know see how you're doing in your life so you're telling me you actually call people that, that's so rare now <laughs> yeah see i'm one of the and people hate it they hate me for it i'm sure everyone's just like oh no text 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 but um and i probably might have to cut back so that when I call, people might think it's, you know, important. But I like talking. Like, even now, like, how we're we're not communicating through text. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much more you get through, you know, like, calling and video. Like, the, the more information you receive, the more personal it gets. You know? Yeah. You get the inflections and everything. It's, it's easier to not have any miscommunications that way. Right. Especially, like, a text can be... <laughs> it could be gone left real quick. Someone could say something simple and then they're like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, no, no, no I, I just meant that this, I, this is all I meant. Oh, okay. See if I would have, you know, if you would have been a person. You know, stew in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the other thing too. I don't like, uh, you get real time through like calling. So like, it's kind of like right then and there, but through text, someone can forget about it. Like, and after that it's like oh my bad i forgot to text you last week if i could do that it's like i needed to know like that day like <laughs> you know what i mean so that's the other thing about that so with you doing a lot of commuting how do you find time to balance your work and your art uh that's a good question um part of it is just making use of the the time like through commuting i I kind of use that time to for research, uh, you know, or networking. Um, so when I'm driving, you know, I could talk to people, not just catch up, but I can also reach out and be like, hey, I'm interested in this. Or I like that you do that. You know, how can we collaborate? Or how can I support you? How can you support me? Things like that. Um, and then researching, listening to like, okay, this is how you could do, you know, for music, this is how you could do this. or this is the best way to write a letter or do these different things. So um, there's that. And then when I'm not at work as well, uh, you know, when I'm at home, I just make sure that I'm being meaningful and I'm working on different pieces of art. That's fantastic. Yeah. So tell me about some of the more recent collaborations you've done. Uh, the most recent one is uh, this one. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the as far as the collaborations were connected. So uh, music wise, uh, you've heard one thing I was kind of working on, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did. I'm working on that. And what else am I doing? So I'm all about like making experiences and, and worlds as far as like that. So everything I do, I believe like it should feed off of each other. So I'm working on an EP right now, as well as all the other mediums kind of like go together with it. So the EP, there's going to be a, um, there's going to be a documentary that's with it. So I'm working with that. So that's pretty cool. 
yeah, just a short film documentary. So I'm working on process of that. I'm also planning different events. Um, you know, I'm praying. There's an event I'm planning next month. I just got to get it approved by corporate. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know, bureaucracy. But no, I'm, I'm, pl- I'm praying that things go well and that goes well. And as really, I just want to, you know, help people make a positive mark on people, but also help myself, like as I'm working through these different things, because the EP deals with a lot of things in the black community, like mental health and things that sometimes we don't talk about. If we do talk about, it's not at a certain angle. So yeah, those are the different things I'm really working on as well as audio wise. Like I said, I'm doing voiceover and some other crazy stuff. So yeah. Are you also writing a lot of your content? Yeah, I am. Um, the The hardest part about that, though, is just like, just a fear of like, is this like, I think, I think it's funny, but right. will other people or like, I could tell other people and they're like, oh yeah, that's funny, but I'm just like, well, will it work out? Like, will it translate from, you know, paper to screens? Because there's some skits that I have planned that I want to do, but I'm just like, I hope this works, but at the end of the day you just got to do it awesome that that is definitely the biggest challenge is trying to figure out if it's going to come out like like you see it in your head right for sure yeah it's translating that over it's just you know i heard that it never turns out exactly how you want it so you just kind of like have to the whole process is molded as best you can and that's what i'm trying to do for sure would you consider yourself a perfectionist? Yeah, I, I'm i like a lazy perfectionist. <laughs> I like, know exactly what you mean. Like, what do you, like, how, like, for you, how does that, I'll tell you for me, but how is that, how do you relate to that? So, I love connecting with people, but at the same time, I really like my peace and quiet. I like my alone time. I need a lot of time to recharge because I'm like an extroverted introvert. So I feed Mm. off people, but at the same time, I find it to be draining. So in that regard, I stay, I try to stay busy, but I try to keep it low key so that I can preserve as much energy as I can. See, I, I, I love the key word you said, extroverted, introvert. That's exactly how I phrase myself to people. Like, what are you, introvert, extrovert? Blah, blah, blah. You know, they say random stuff. But I'm um, just like, I am an extroverted introvert, you know? Like, I, except I recharge sometimes through the right people. Yeah. Sometimes um, just being around somebody, just having normal conversations, then. Um, you know, I can recharge through that, but the wrong people just drains me even faster. So, yeah. like I said, I'm a, I'm a lazy perfectionist. Like, yeah, I want things to be great, but like, uh, the one thing I'm working on is adapting. Uh, I can adapt while the process is happening, but once it has my stamp of approval, I don't want to change it. Like with music, <laughs> like I'm just like I did it. Like, what do you mean? Like, you, okay, yeah, this is good, but you know, I would just say this. Like, what do you like? What are you talking about? Like, I just I put everything I had into it. I don't want to change it because like that process has a special place in my heart or whatever. And I'm lazy with it. So, but I'm learning. <laughs> but I'm learning. Like, okay, like yes, you you did that, you did that, but now you gotta you know change it. So I'm like, all right, okay. I know exactly what you mean. Sometimes I get these stress dreams where um, 
someone has pulled me into a reshoot on something that we wrapped on months ago and i'm like mm-hmm. why are we doing this right so i i know what you mean it's that's funny right for sure i uh <laughs> I, I get what you're saying for that thankfully i haven't i think i've only done a couple reshoots in my life but i just hear they're like dreadful is that your experience they definitely can be for the most part when i have been on a project that has a reshoot i never get to be part of the reshoot because it's always like the weekend after that they just kind of pulled together and i always end up working on weekends so it's right get in there but i i have heard yes it's usually a a, a crap show yeah especially like because i I feel like if I'm not doing something every hour that I'm wasting my time, like I just, I have to be doing something that at least I deem productive. Even if it's like, uh, like for example, sleep is productive. That's something, you know, I'm just like, hey, like I, you need to sleep, like you need to do that. But if I'm not doing something every hour, then I feel like I'm not productive and I'm wasting my life. So then, so then after that though, that's why like reshoots and other things, people will reach out like, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? I'm like, ah, like I, I wish you would have asked or planned for this or told me this was a possibility because I already have this planned out. Like I already have something I'm going to do because I wouldn't have had that planned and I would have felt like I'm wasting my time, you know? Right. So you're one of those people that likes to finish something or get close to finishing and then plan the rest of your month out, it sounds like. Yeah. I definitely like to do that. Planning the month out can be a little hard because I, I try to give a little bit of leeway because sometimes if you plan too much then that takes away the ability for you to be creative like even forget other people like yeah you want to give leeway for other people but even if for you like it's hard for you to like if you plan this out it's like dang ah i really wanted to do this too this is a good opportunity this is like a a seminar i want to go to but i already have this planned out so i can't do it so now you know i feel even worse so i try to give some leeway it's hard though that's smart. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think that same way too because I end up putting a lot on my plate, and then that that, that can be disruptive to any other plans you want to try to make. Right. Yeah. I try to, for me personally, and this is you know just works for me, but I try to have at least some type of backup option. Like I want to plan something to go this way. But worst case, let's say Monday, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on writing. or I'm going to work on reaching out. But then Sunday comes and someone's like, hey, you might want to like check this out. This is going to be really cool for you. It's Monday at four o'clock. And I'm like, dang, I had this plan. So now I got to, let me see. Well, I have some free time. Tuesday, I can, you know, just move things around. So that's how I do it. I try to like have a little bit of like, a little bit of openness, you know? So considering that you work in several different mediums, I want to expand on that more after this question, but how would you describe your style for each? Ooh, that's, oh man, that's man, that's man. Well, first we got to figure out what is each, right? So what, what do I do? Sometimes I'm just like, what do you do again? (laughs) Um, nah, but what do I do? Okay. So let's start off with music which is like the, the easiest one so music um i mean i consider myself like a witty 
rapper. Um, my influences is Lupe Fiasco, Kendrick Lamar, and of course, of course, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. That's that's the, that's my guy. That's my Michael Jackson. That's my Prince. Um, that's who I look up to in basically all the mediums. So, you know, you could just pencil him as as a <laughs> someone overall I look overall inspiration. Yeah, that's that's my that's my guy, and I'm hoping. I get to meet him and he's cool. If he's not, then like I, I just kind of want to be near him. But uh, <laughs> he could be a jerk. But yeah, so music, there's that. Uh, acting wise, um, I like uh, Anthony Anderson. Uh, liking myself to him. I liken myself to uh, Marcel Spears. He was on uh, this TV show called The Mayor. He's an underrated actor for sure. So if anyone's listening to this, check him out. Um, and then Austin Crude's pretty dope. And uh, lastly, uh, Chris Farley. It took me so long to like embrace that because my, my 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 Ryan, my acting teacher, Ryan McIntyre, back in the day, he was just like, hey, I, I think you're really good. I'm like, really? Thank you. He's like, yeah. But I, I just want to let you know, like, I think your acting style is like Chris Farley. And of course, like, I kind of was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I want to be Denzel. What do you mean I'm Chris Farley? Like, nothing against Chris Farley. He's cool. But I want to be the, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> you know, I want to be like that guy, like the Denzel. But as I, like, matured, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, no, Chris, there are so many dope elements that Chris Farley did, like, that's underrated. And people still talk about him to this day. Yeah. Um, you know? So, yeah, Chris Farley. Uh, I do comedy as well, like that also helps me feel alive. Um, so, and I'm working on doing stand-up later oh. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working. I, I, I'm working on that. I did it uh, one time, kind of like. So, Kazi's had a shout out to Kazi's, one of I think the oldest comedy club in Virginia. Shout out to you guys. Um, so I went there one time and they were just have an amateur night and then me and you know someone I know uh, Cam shout out to Cam we went up there and we just did spur of the moment we just did like comedy we're like all right let's just do this and I didn't do the best I didn't do horrible there there I felt good that I was like okay there are people that like did this for years and I hope they get better not trying to get on them but like consensual like uh on a consensus, geez, I can't speak right now. <laughs> on a consensus, people are like, nah, you did pretty good. Like, you weren't the worst person. So, I want to get into comedy as well. Um, so, yeah, those are the main mediums that I, I do. Like, I, I also, I do, like, planning events and stuff like that. I'm trying to think. And you really do like to keep busy. Yeah, I feel like it's not enough time in a lifetime. Like, it's just, there's so much I want to do. But I only do things that I feel that like I've had success in. Like for example, I like as a kid I was horrible with Legos. All right, I sucked building stuff with Legos. So that's why you don't hear me say I do construction. You will never hear me say I'm a construction worker, or I'm building a house. So I'm doing these different things because I am trash at it, and I'm I'm okay with that. At first I was a little sad. I was like, dang, I, you mean I can't be an electrician too? But uh, no, I'm not good at that, those things. But um, yeah, so those are like the right side things. And the logically, I call myself like logically creative because uh, I do like STEM and the art, so STEAM. And I also do like, you know, aviation and, and um, 
technology and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of things I'm trying to do, but I'm only doing these things because I had like some type of success. Awesome. You said you drew in aviation also? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> at the age of 16, 15 technically. Yeah, it was 15 and then 16. Um, my father, um, who I'm completely grateful for him, RIP to him. I love and respect him so much, but he uh, he got me into ground and flight school at the Williamsburg Airport, which is a super small airport. No one probably even knows it exists. I actually know uh, what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, see? <laughs> so you know I'm not lying. Like this, <laughs> So it's such a small airport, and I believe the owner, Mrs. Waltrip, Mrs. Waltrip. it's been a while since I was there, Waltrip. My instructor was uh, Charles, but anyway, Charles Tucker, I always remember that guy. But yeah, I went to ground and air school and I did that and I didn't want to at first. Like I was like, okay, this is okay. But then we started, it started getting hard, especially with the math and stuff. So I was like, how am I supposed to calculate how much fuel I have left? Like why, this is, I'm 15. Like how am I supposed to calculate this stuff? Um, but nah, it was, it was pretty dope because that got me the ability, you know, an experience of, you know, piloting uh, Cessnas and, and, and doing that. So yeah, and then of course, later on, um, my father helped me uh, with aviation doing drone stuff. So my senior year, I was part of a, a drone team of AUVSI. Um, so we basically had to program uh, drones to be able to fly autonomously by themselves to recognize alphanumerical targets. So we did that. And, uh, and then I also taught that to like middle school and high schoolers uh, with my, uh, my organization Imprint, uh, follow Imprint on, uh, <laughs> on Twitter and on uh, Instagram, please. But yeah, so with my organization, I did that. And it was cool because like a lot of people like the, the mayor of Newport News came by, stopped by Delegate Marcia Price stopped by uh the sheriff co-sponsored it because he you know like a lot of people believed in it. achievable dreams got behind us so there's a lot of people who like really helped out for the program and then while i was doing that simultaneously i was also helping i was also uh, working and collaborating with the cnu engineering department and i we entered another AUVSI competition so yeah sorry i feel like i just said a whole bunch that's awesome <laughs> To, uh, tell me a little bit more about Imprint. So Imprint is an organization established in 2013. And uh, so the name actually from <laughs> is from my uh, one of my closest friends. Uh, his name is Montreal. He, um, we were just talking, we would just come up with like a lot of different stuff. So we were just talking one day and then he was like, Imprint. And I was like, yeah, Imprint. And so like, he came up with it per se. Um, but I was like, hey, yo, like, is that, is that, is it cool for me? He was like, yeah, yeah it's cool. So, um, he definitely really inspired as far as like the, the name. It doesn't have a super cool origin story. Like I didn't like put my hand on something and be like, oh, I like the imprint. Like I, you know, it was, does it, it's not a super cool, like superhero origin story, but, um, I got it from that and for sure imprint, you know, has worked from uh, technically elementary school, but from elementary school to the collegiate level, um, teaching, you know, science, technology, engineering, math, the arts, as well as just in general, just trying to make sure to have 
uh, great, leaving a great mark on society. That's like the the tagline I came up for imprint was leaving ha, leaving a positive mark on society together. Right, we're all trying to make have an imprint on society. I love that. That's so wonderful. Thank you. How are you enjoying your time in VA? <laughs> I haven't had anybody ask me that yet. Thank you. Um, I've been here. It'll be 24 years in September. Hmm. And I've come to really enjoy it the more that I've branched out into Virginia. Virginia Beach, I always kind of had a little bit of resentment towards. I didn't want to live here and it wasn't a Yeah, maybe a little bit. What? Did Virginia Beach break your heart or something? What happened? Well, it's, it's pretty personal and I'll probably get into it later on in one of the podcasts but let's just say I've done a lot of growing and I definitely appreciate the growth that I have been able to have you know and I don't think it would have happened in any of the ways that it's happened if it weren't for the the things that happened that made me not so happy about being here. Right. I, I get that. Only in Virginia Beach, though, right? Only. only yeah. Yeah. See, so there's there's that. Um, <laughs> have you <laughs> have you visited the other parts? Like, I know you're not like it's not like you just got here yesterday. But have you okay. have you gone to Richmond or the mountains? I love Richmond. My best friend lives up there, so I try to go up pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. I'll, I've been along the Eastern Shore a million times since I'm from New York. We have to go that way to come back and forth. Right. I have been along the Blue Ridge Highway. I haven't actually stayed anywhere in Virginia, but for my birthday, I'm going on a, a hiking, camping trip in the Shenandoah area. So I'm going to go to the Natural Bridge. That'll be beautiful. Yeah, that, that definitely would be. I think, uh, yeah, I think definitely check out the, because the, it's underrated. I went on a hiking trip up there one time and I did it. It was in the either late fall or early spring, something like that. But we went to this, it was a hike, man. And when I tell you, like, look, I'm a, I'm a bigger dude, but I'm at least like, sports bigger dude like you know like I you know I played rugby in high school you know state champion you see what I'm saying but uh (laughs) but I played you know sports and stuff like that but when I tell you some of the some of the trails that they have are just ridiculous I felt like we were just walking and then out of nowhere it'd be like a 90 degree angle like you have to walk straight up like it's (laughs) it was ridiculous um but the cool part is like once you get past all of that there was just a waterfall and it was frozen and so like all the water was just like it was such a a beautiful sight that like you see on all these like national geographic uh pictures or whatever so it's just cool just to be able to see it and like experience so hopefully you'll you'll be able to have that moment for you whenever you go to the mountains it is very picturesque excuse me (laughs) Yeah, no, it is for sure. So where would you say your favorite place in Virginia is? My favorite, uh, I mean, I could give a cliche answer, like, it's wherever I go, home, you know, is where the heart is. <laughs> but, 
but my favorite place that's so hard i mean i really i have a biased opinion because i spent most of my life in newport news i mean i like newport news a lot well i like hampton roads in general i feel like i kind of just like refer to the whole thing like only recently have i really started saying newport news but you know i'd be like no no hampton roads like you know 757 because it's such a collective community you really can't tell the difference well unless you're from there but for the most part like you like going from newport news to hampton it's such a seamless transition like you could click you could just like go from one place to another um kind of the same with you know norfolk and virginia beach uh you definitely know when you're in portsmouth <laughs> i'll say that yeah. you uh <laughs> you definitely know when you're there all right your things are a little different is all i'll say but uh but overall yeah it's 757 is probably my favorite place but i really do like the 804 uh with uh richmond and petersburg is an underrated area i think there's it's uh it's like a timeless area like when you come to petersburg you can see the remnants of like okay this is what this time period like you like nothing kind of has changed which is good and bad yeah yeah so it's i it's an opportunity though for for something to grow because since nothing else is growing there it's the ability for something else to take over so i'm hoping to help be able to here i'm part of the um the naacp here in petersburg as well um and so we're definitely trying to help out the community here so yeah you know my brother and i were actually talking about that area last night since he's been working out there a lot more and i honestly kind of want to do an episode on just petersburg so i'll probably call you back for that really that's i didn't know about yeah definitely uh you know petersburg or you know new Britain, you know not too many places but yeah definitely call me back for that one for sure um i'd love to hear just what research uh you've done when you get in detective mode and you find out like oh this battle was here in 1864 it's like oh i didn't know that so yeah i can't wait to, to hear about that yeah and and you're you're so right about it being like a really timeless it's almost like a time capsule going back yeah, yeah there's a there's so much history that i think we should not be forgetting about so i definitely want to make sure that we we shed some light on that yeah it's like a bubble there like something it's like some type of magic you know like <laughs> Like, it's just like a magical force. Like, as soon as you leave the city of, uh, I almost said Pittsburgh, Petersburg, <laughs> as soon as you leave that area, it's like, uh, everything's like different. Like, it's just like people talk fast, you know, it's faster and stuff like that. But once you go into Petersburg, like, you could just feel it. It's like, um, it's like when you, like when Michael Jordan went into Space Jam, you know, or like, <laughs> it's like as soon as you go into that area, like you just see like, what the freak? Like you just, you just feel the, the timelessness. Like, is this 1955? Yeah, um, and it, so. can, it can be a, it can be a scary thing. So I definitely think, you know, I think most people have misconceptions about Virginia. So yeah. I'll, I'll definitely make sure we, we you know, represent yeah for sure so you're real quick you're a transplant right technically i am indeed so what's uh i'm trying to see if i can get an answer uh <laughs> let's see if you can get this what 
what do you call the city? It's not Virginia Beach. It's not Chesapeake. What's near those two cities? What do you call that? What's near those two cities? Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Norfolk? Okay, okay. Yeah, that city. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? You know, I uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I've been like, hypnotizing brainwash to say all of them so like periodically i'll say norfolk or i say norfolk or, like it's just like it's weird because i kind of don't know what's the correct way anymore ever since the civil war that happened about how to say it yeah and i'm kind of with you on changing it up I'll yeah sometimes because i don't know how like how do I, I thought i knew how to say it and i've lived here my whole life but then people are like nah you know it's it's novel but I'm like, I've never, ma'am, I've never heard that in my life. Like, <laughs> like, where did you get this from? Like, are you, are you even from Virginia? No, I'm from Tennessee. Exactly. Where did you get this from? <laughs> Norfolk. So I'm just like, how do you guys like say, so I don't know. This is big, you know, underrated civil war going on about how do you say that city name? Uh, I think we should just call it the city that should not be named until we we should vote on it. Let's have like all the politics that needs to be like, yes, weed is, is legalized and everything, but <laughs> that's cool. That was very important. But the next meeting, we definitely need to vote on what is the pronunciation? How do you pronounce that city name? <laughs> I love that. That's too funny. So that being said, how do you recognize someone from Virginia? And you can pick whatever area you want. You can pick multiple areas. Okay. How do I recognize someone from Virginia? Uh, you know, some someone said this to, like, I noticed it, but then someone said it out loud. And I was just like, yeah, that's so true. And I can tell you from Virginia because... Or I could tell the Virginia started getting to you if you've been transplanted here long enough. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm just walking and I see people drive and they're just staring at me, you're from Virginia. Like when I, it's like when you're here, like people just stare at you for no, like, and it's a long stare. I understand, like, if you just walk into a building, like, okay, you want to see who came in. It could be anybody, you know, uh, it could be Dracula. But, um, <laughs> but I just want to see, like, who is it? you know that walked in i get that but you don't have to stare at me for like 10 seconds like geez like what do you it's like they're robots like analyzing me like my power level or something but um yeah i could tell you're from virginia if you stare at me uh for no reason how else can i tell you that's such a good point that i never really thought about but now that you've said it i i can't un unhear it yeah have you like i've gone to like because I have family in New York too I used to ride the, the Q see my grandma you know in Queens and I used to go to Brooklyn Manhattan so I have family in different parts of New York but even they don't really stare they just they, they keep their head tucked and they just keep walking like they just keep going too busy you know yeah, they, they don't have time like they don't have the time to sit back and I love Virginia hey I want to unify Virginia one day that's one of my life goals I want to I could get into that another time or later but I want to unify Virginia but they don't have the time to just sit back and stare and look at somebody's outfit or or, or judge them. Like New York people, are like oh, I gotta go, I gotta go. You uh, know what I think of it as? What? That porch mentality. Hmm. What do you mean by that? You know what I mean? Like sitting on the porch, just you know, watching everything go by. 
that's true i i could get that that's the bad thing about that is though you're you're you know when you're like stoop kids you're not going anywhere yeah if you're afraid to leave leave the stoop like what do you like even look at stoop kid what wasn't he like didn't he fail like three or four times or something like stoop kid like hey arnold stoop kid yeah stoop kid remember (laughs) he didn't move anywhere (laughs) you're not wrong you just watch something that happened and then i feel like he was older than them so it's like even that metaphor goes with that like if you just stand and watch you're gonna fail and like him, he failed his grade. That is an excellent point. And like you, you, you can tell. Not everybody, everybody does it, but for the most part, that's very common. Yeah, it, it is, and it's it's very unfortunate. I think every region. I don't want to say state because some states. I'm not trying to joke on them, but I don't know if every state has a culture. Like I don't know what Delaware's culture is. I feel like you you just kind of like. <laughs> I feel like Delaware just submits to like uh, Boston, like or, or Massachusetts, like, oh, what are you guys doing? Okay, we're doing the same thing. All right, and one, like, like <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Yeah, so I feel like every region has a, a, yeah, I feel like every region has a um, like a porch mentality, and they do it in their own different way. Uh, you know, some of them, you know, maybe in the South, you know, it's extreme racism. That's their uh, porch mentality, but yeah. yeah. Porch mentality is probably the nice way to say exactly what you just said. And we don't have to be nice because this podcast doesn't have any rating. And I think it's important to say what you mean, you know? Yeah. There is an ugly side to things. It's true, unfortunately. So we want to we wanna try to move forward, you know, right. acknowledge it. And hopefully we can all get better with time. Yeah, that is the definitely the hope. Uh, but you know, I'm definitely trying to do everything I can to, like I said, leave a positive mark and help everyone around me. So that's why I'm like, hey, get on the train now while you can, because once this thing takes off, I'm not going back till it stops. Amen. <laughs> so you said that one of your biggest inspirations is Donald Glover, yes. Gambino. Yes. You have a message for him. Man, uh, I love you. No, but. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know like my message for him also I have to say um, as well just real quick uh, should have said this way earlier but you know R.I.P. to DMX he's also another big inspiration for me I, I remember I would come home from school get on my uh, my desktop in like 2005 and I will just listen to DMX uh, get it on the floor all the time yeah yeah i'd listen to that i would listen to um and i, I also i made like amvs like so as a kid i was like i was doing the uncool thing of like i don't know if you ever have you ever watched anime you ever is that is that an dabbled it's not really my thing but i i'm i'm aware of it i've seen pokemon that's kind of <laughs> right exactly <laughs> I've, I've seen a pikachu before i've caught a charmander yeah, no, I dabble. I, I get you. Um, but yeah, I was definitely big into it because it was like, this is like super dope. But um, so I would make like, uh, you know, anime with the music videos. I'm sure everyone's seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So little did I know I was like increasing my like editing skills. So thank God for that. Mm-hmm. But um, I would I made some AMVs to DMX. Uh, 
and that's on YouTube. And some of them get like 70, 80,000 views. I don't know how. It's, that's I mean, amazing. I really don't know how. I, <laughs> I was just like, how is this possible? You actually, you can look up. So my profile on YouTube, the old, old one was um, Super 17, like no spaces. Uh, two of the videos I didn't make, but the, the rest of them I did make. But anyway, uh, RIP to DMX, um, legend, amazing. Uh, going back to original topic, sorry, I veer off sometimes. Uh, what would I say to Donald? I appreciate you for being you and thank you for just what you've done and the inspiration you've like given me. Uh, I just want, not in like a weird way, I just, I would want him to know, like, hey, like, so many things like that I've done, like you've helped out a lot with creativity, you know, and even believing in myself. Because um, there's a lot, I, like I have friends who don't like, honestly like his music, which is okay. And I've learned like, that's okay. But he's still successful. And there's going to be people who don't like my music, but that doesn't mean I'm not successful or I'm not striving to be the best I can. And so, yeah, that's one thing I would just tell him. I thank you so much, and I hope to meet you one day and just tell you that in person. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so I have one last thing I want to ask you that okay. I wish I had asked a little bit earlier, but I'm going to edit this so it's okay. <laughs> what, okay. what did you learn from the pandemic? Did you end up having any time where you were in stuck in self-isolation hmm what did i okay so did i have any time while well, stuck in self-isolation yeah for the first i didn't leave the house i want to say for the first like two weeks something like that and then i didn't eat fast food until like mid-April so like it was after it wasn't it was like a month before that though everything you know I ate was like burgers or you know like we made it ourselves really um so yeah and what did I learn from the pandemic I learned I mean so much I I learned that where do you start I mean I learned things about the government I learned things about the people here. I learned things about myself. Like I, I learned, like you, you, you could be giving it more. Like you're you're doing a good job, but like you you definitely could be like going harder. Uh, I learned things about friends. It's, it's just so many things I've learned, and I'm just like applying it to now. But the number one thing definitely is like I learned that there isn't not everything's in control you know what I mean like just go with the flow of things and then something will usually work out for the best that's very insightful and that's positive I love that thanks (laughs) would you would you uh would you say something that you learned from the pan epidemic Well, I learned that just because I have more time to do something doesn't mean that it's going to also uh, bring that inspiration that you need to get certain things done. Oh, that's good. 
That's so really good. You think so? Thank you. Yeah, because it's true. Just because, <laughs> just because, like, let's say you have a job and you, you know, you work eight hours a week or whatever, but uh, eight hours a day. Well, and um, and so, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll pay you double to only work four hours. Say, like, oh, okay. That doesn't mean those extra four hours that you gain. That doesn't mean I'm gonna like instantly. Like, okay, well now I could work on this and this. It's like no, now I'm just probably just gonna watch some more Netflix. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So just because you. That's I love that point. Just because you have more time or, or a certain resource, that doesn't mean you're gonna use it appropriately. I like it. Well, thank you. Um, it it got me thinking. You know. Um, you said something and now I've just forgotten my train of thought. Um, Hopefully it was something good. It was. Um, just because you have the time doesn't mean you can get it done. But at the same time... Um, oh, okay. Now I don't know what it is. <clears throat> it made me really realize that your mental health mm-hmm. is so much more important than anything else. I was very fortunate to be able to take some time to just, you know, try to set myself straight and figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Mm -hmm. So that's what I ended up doing with my time. So I guess in hindsight, it was still productive, but not in the same regard that I had hoped it would be. Right. I think that's, hey, that's another good point for sure. I think, uh, so I was forced to take time off. Like I was, uh, I was laid off from the job because uh, I just started this recent job you know where I'm at now where I'm commuting I just started that last uh, like September October Congratulations. thanks thanks it's definitely it's been a cool experience and um you know but like I tell everyone nothing good bad or in the middle nothing lasts forever so whether I like this or I don't like this or I'm just like eh you know this is not gonna last forever so we'll see you know like what's next um but not, that's a good point because, like I said, I was laid off. And so for some months, though, like, yeah, I was at home. But, I mean, I didn't. It's not like I was partying it up like Florida. Like, they were going in. Mm-hmm. Florida and Atlanta. Those were, it's like, Georgia was cool. Like, I to stay at home. But Atlanta was like, nah, we gotta. I was like, geez. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I stayed at home. So, yeah, that's a good point. Mental health and having I think yeah learning that like you need to have optional resources like we don't have that like how our system works is your sick days are like you get only like a finite amount but there's no dedicated just for mental health which is way different than if I break my arm you know like so yeah I learned a lot well I appreciate you coming here today thank you so much for your time absolutely thanks for having me on i hope i didn't uh i hope i didn't rant like way too much about stuff so i hope here's a good you're you're the perfect guest i really appreciate you thank you thanks for listening and remember to follow love letters to virginia podcast on instagram love letters to virginia on tiktok by the way the love letters to virginia website is officially up So if you are looking for any updates or if you want to find the easiest way to connect with me to be on the show, go to loveletterstovirginia.com.